Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Point 99 podcast, a running podcast dreamed up by runners for runners. If you're new to running, we hope to have topics and discussions that will help you along whatever path your journey is taking. Or for seasoned runners listening, maybe some stories that will have you empathising with our experience and predicaments. Whether it's lessons we've learned during our journeys, embarrassing stories, or heartstring pulling moments, we hope you'll stick with us and hopefully have a laugh along the way, sharing good vibes, motivation, and positivity as we go. Before I introduce my partner in crime, though, I want to take the opportunity to let you all know that we have someone extra special with us today for the episode, and it's our first guest. We've spoken about her in the past on various episodes, uh, but today we get to hear from the lady herself, the amazing, the spectacular, uh, the wondrous Wonder Woman, who is Hannah Runs 93, Hannah Gifford. But that's a little bit later on. Uh, it is a bit of a bumper packed episode, so please stick with us and ride the chaos wave, as, um, as Steve likes to call it. But as always, I am, of course, joined on this podcast of Pandemonium by the Vapor Fly guy himself, Runner Man Steve. Hello. Oh, that was a mouthful, what? that one. What's what that in- you know what? Everyone should just basically five star this episode just <laughs> for that intro. Oh, <laughs> that was amazing. On, on that a second like, take two, as well. Two, two takes, <laughs> two ladies takes. and gentlemen. I will not tell you the profanity that come out of this gentleman's mouth ah, when he fumbled ah, the ah, second ah, line. <laughs> yeah, two exactly. Takes, well done, One line in, and I fumbled it. But I've I've picked it up. I've probably made a mistake there in the intro. But no, oh yeah, oh good man. How are you? You know what? Um, I've had a bit of well mixed since we last spoke we're going to go through the 5k bb stuff just after this little bit but um managed to get my hands caught as you would have seen on the stories in a in an x-ray machine at work <laughs> yes uh, on monday um because someone didn't press the emergency stop button and that someone isn't me it's a person i asked they pressed the wrong button um so <laughs> a trip to a and e it was thankfully do, do, we laugh and joke aside it sort of caught me in sort of mid palm but any sort of higher and we're probably talking four broken fingers and potentially losing one so it it could have been very very serious so yeah um next time i think i'll press the red button by myself yeah i Um, I was actually going to call you my flat-handed friend and not the vapor fly guy but i don't (laughs) think that would go down very well oh no it's 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 all good now It's, it's super superficial and a story to tell um yeah we had that at the beginning of the week um i've i've whinged all week about how rubbish my sleep's been so hopefully that resets itself but other than that mate all good taper time is here bring on the maranoia that's what i say oh that's it we're going to cover do you want to cover the marathon training first before we get into our pb news which any of our own followers will be more than uh, familiar with well do you know what as, as we talk about the, the, the five day five k bit it was um on the what the fartlek when they shout that is go what's going on over that podcast they just try to outdo each other <laughs> go each other and i was just I, I was cracking up but um listen my my 5k pv was uh, an actual target within the main target so i always said i can do the marathon and within that i would like to get a sub 20 5k in that training block um just because it would be a metric of how the training should be going at that point. So if I stick to my guns, I'm consistent. And I did. And I've got a 5K of 19 minutes, 19 seconds. 
Um, it was a it was a phenomenal time. And I, I don't I don't want to sound like that annoying person, but I got to about two point seven. I knew I was comfortably going to come under nineteen, so I sort of just took the foot off. You see, and you see the time like six thirty seven for the for the final section. I thought I just took it off a little bit and uh, coasted around the last point three point four. But if um, it's comfortable, it gives you another yeah. day after marathons done. Sub- Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, we we well, live on our that... runner highs, don't we? And you can give you can Such survive another day to get another PB and get another high. Such a buzz, and it was in the presence of another Steve, of course. Um, so I sort of I uh, messaged uh, Steve runs London um, on Instagram. Uh, he lives in, he lives right near me, and I said I'm going to go for a five k PB attempt around the London Stadium. He goes, I'm coming along, dude. And the fact that I knew there was someone at the end waiting, not literally just waiting there with his hand and his hip saying, taking me so <laughs> not long. creepy, yeah, not creepy at all. No, not, not hiding behind the Bobby Moore statue. Um, it was, he was also running himself um, and he was going to try and go for a PB. So we sort of pushed each other on. But I felt really bad because I'm the one that messaged him. I'm the one that got him out of his flat when he had a meeting at 11 o'clock. And I think after about a hundred meters, I just dropped him oh. <laughs> and just left him. But he went, no, he was nice, bless him. He went, go on, go, 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 you go, you go, dude. I'll be right behind you. Um, and so, yes, yeah, that, that was my, that was my 5k PB. We'll get onto marathon training in a minute. I want to hear about, I want to hear about yours. I should I say, of course, it's, it's, we're, we're hopeful of getting Steve on the, on the podcast in the future as a guest. Now that we've, we finally opened ourselves to, to having other people on, he is, he is a future guest, as mentioned in last week's, last week's last episode. It wasn't last week, it was two weeks ago. Anyway, my PB, it was actually a thanks to yourself because when I saw your PB, um, I don't know if you want to talk about the message I sent you. I was so happy for you. Um, I was so happy for you. But seeing that gave me the the drive to think, you know what, I could I've I've got a lot in my a lot of in me today, a lot of energy. I feel really good. Maybe when I get home, I will go out and see how I get on. And I had a really busy week last week. I shouldn't have had as much energy as I did on the Friday. Um, but yeah, I I went out, I did my 5k route. And I also uh, beat my PB target, and I got a twenty-one eleven. Which, considering like two weeks before, I was struggling with what was it twenty-two or two, and I finished my twenty-one eleven, and I still had loads left in the tank. Now, that's saying that is a recipe for disaster. But it, it is because now I'm expecting sub 21 on your yeah, next. I know, attempt. sub 21 into the 20. Not on your next 5K, on your next attempt. Because what I want you to go out there and say, I'm going out today and I'm going to try and smash it. And yeah. That's what, that's what that's, we need. I, I think I'm at that point where I can't go out for a 5K and change the plan while I'm out. Um, you, you know yourself, you kind of have to go with the mindset of, I'm going for it today. You can't just. Well, you could just go out and do the first 2K really well, but you really need to give some consideration to the route, especially the route I do. I've got to cross a busy busy main road, um, which is meant to be the main road in the Highlands. Um, so if I have to cross that, if I have to stop or slow down, that's that's me scuppered. Yeah. Um, what I have found is because I've done 
it's, a, it's about a, a two mile-ish um, distance between where I live and the London Stadium. So I sort of done a, a two minute warm up, but like an easy effort warm up. And I felt that just kept the legs nice and they weren't like cold start, if that makes sense. They were, yeah. they were, they were primed and ready for it. The vapors were saying, let's go. We've got this. And I'll tell you what, they make a difference, but you still got to put the effort in. You can't, oh, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? It's not, you can't put Lionel Messi's football boots on and, and put one top bins every time. It's not going to happen. I did have a look after, after the success on Friday, and I got, I did get home and I was a totally old man. I just fell asleep, which is really odd for me. I'm normally full of energy on a Friday night, ready to go. But no, I fell asleep. But I did have a look at Nike. I did have a look at Vaporflies and I did consider it. But I'm going to stick with my hawkers just now. They're working out really well for me. Annoying a lot of people on Instagram with the amount of PBs I'm getting just now. But like I said in response to them, they will dry up. They, there's going to be a point where I'm still going to stop getting PBs. You just got to ride the wave when it's there. Oh, when exactly. It's there, enjoy it. And then a little while we just don't do really big pace work, nice, easy runs, let the body recover, and then you're ready to go again. Exactly. Well, uh, there, there was chat today at Park Run because uh, I was down volunteering, doing photo duties. And the, one of the race directors predicts that I will be in the 19 bracket this year i'm not so sure i think i can easily be in the 20 bracket but 19 i think is really pushing it given that my marathon training i've still got a good few months before my marathon training starts so i could really hammer it but we'll have to wait and see well the thing is i've i mean not to want to <laughs> do on your parade but i kind of done it during london marathon training so... uh, but most people are normally sane about the yeah, that would that would that could have gone so wrong as well Yes, and it's a, it's, a, it's a game of chance, isn't it? It's, um, there were no there were no serious risks taken. No, but all joking aside, as long as you've approached your training, yeah, um, yeah. in a, in the right manner. So you're trying to get that that good rest where you can. Um, you're you know doing your strength training. I'm a massive advocate. It was made me laugh actually when um, when I was listening to Ryan's podcast on my last long run the other day um and he went to one of his guests going as if they she could back me up <laughs> back me up here and she actually had him on she's like he goes oh you've let me down <laughs> i was, I was just like, about to say the exact same thing yeah. with the, the press play and run podcast um ryan had two fantastic guests on this week and at, towards the end of it not to give anything away but he was talking about strength and conditioning and he got an absolute jarring off of one of the girls who's oh. a PT. Yeah, he got, he got a little bit of a I was, I was absolutely howling at that. It was brilliant. Um, so, yeah, it's so important. If you get that and you do your, your easy sessions, easy as you're supposed to and not down too quick on them, it sort of falls into place yeah. uh, and you, you're able to do more. So I know people see like people like myself post and go easy means easy and blah, blah. no but it, it it works we talk about it because it works um i'm about to get more annoying though because my brother and uh his wife bought me the science of running book and it literally i'm, I'm not it breaks down so many things body parts the way we move them so i'm, I'm going to become even more annoying i think <laughs> but the more you know the better runner you'll become this is true and also helps with the thoughts I've been having lately of, shall I go down the route of 
trying to become a qualified running coach. So um, that's, that's my little thoughts at the moment. So it might help. Yeah, cool. Um, but well, we've already touched on it there. Moving on to marathon training. How's it felt this past fortnight? Has it been good? You stuck to your plan? Uh, and are you ready for taper? Um, yeah, so I, so the first week, so the, a couple of weeks ago, so I, yeah, two weeks ago was a deload week. So I've just come off the back of what it was a grueling three week peak. Honestly, I was shattered every day. The body was tired. I was still doing bits and pieces to keep myself energized as best as I could, but the hunger was real. And, and because it was like instant. Sometimes I weren't reaching for the best thing. I'm talking finishing a run and eating like four Belgian buns, one after the other and a coffee. Like the, the calories, but that's not really what you wanted. So I don't think that helped me too much. Um, and then this week, well, I've done my long run on Thursday because I was working today. Um, and I'm not in the game of getting up at half past three to go to work for nine hours, get home and then go and run a long run it's just not happening um so i've done that on thursday and yes my sleep's been absolutely dreadful i mean woeful i reckon i've had about an hour and a half deep sleep in a week this past week um so i was supposed to do nine miles nine miles easy today and i just absolutely i just binned it i said you know what i'm starting tapering early i'm starting it today you can go in the bin i'm not going to lose anything i'm not going to gain anything it's one run let's start the taper so monday start the taper uh and and like i said trying to try to avoid the maranoia and and trust that i have done a, a good up to this point and i've earned i've earned the taper i think i think you've got to start feeling like you earned the taper and understand the reason for it yeah uh, exactly you've got to go into the marathon confident happy and in, in the best possible place you can be so if you have to sack off a training session sack off the training session absolutely because i don't want to go out there absolutely shattered um i mean I, it took me earlier on about half an hour just to walk one mile to the shop i was that tight i'm just that shattered i thought I'd, i can't be doing anything else um what else i do had a sports massage on the wednesday so that was nice went to somewhere different happens to be in the tattoo shop which is bad for me because i was like i want to sit down and get one done right now um so no, that was really good got a lot of compliments from that one by the way it's like are you sure you've run all these miles because your 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 muscles in your legs are not really stiff at all i was like i promise you i've done these runs i have done them i'm, I'm not i'm not bluffing so that's a good confidence boost to know that the body's building itself the way i want it to build it so yeah ready for this taper taper coincides with uh the easter half term holidays which is amazing but a week earlier and it would have come into the peak week so yeah we i'm good i'm ready i'm now just working out a strategy do i go on my own do i have a little chat with the pacers and maybe sit between the the 315 and the 330 pacers so head off just after the 315s and if i'm with them or sort of fall back i'm sort of in that window um so yeah i'm excited mate i'm excited for it Good, good. After some of the messages I've sent today to a couple of the, the names we're actually going to mention in the next segment, um, 
there's some first-time marathon runners out there. They are going to run marathons this weekend and some seasoned marathon runners, and they're both in equally the same sort of worried mindset of they've done all the training, but now they're starting to doubt themselves. But it's always always good to go with a positive mindset and just rock up to the, the start line and not feel too overconfident. And that could that could be detrimental, but going with the confidence to know, you know what, I can do this. I've, I've done the training. I've put in the time. And you know what is, is so again, I look at a lot of motivational clips or little snippets that sometimes are sit in a press conference. So like, and then they're taking different ways of motivational things. So there's the Conor McGregor one that I shared the other day where he was like, if, if you see it and you've got the courage to speak it out loud, you're creating the law of attraction. You're, that's going to come to you because you've told people you're going to work towards it. It gives you that extra drive. So me putting out the 32924, which me, myself and Craig, the runner, come up with the first time round was, okay, but when you've been burnt once by the marathon, to then stick it back out there again and go, I'm going to try it again. I'm going to go again. And it's just putting it out there. So hopefully... But you, you're going into this one with more knowledge, uh, with yeah. with experience of it, and fingers crossed, it's not like you want good weather, but you don't want it to be too much. So it is all dependent on the day. But fingers crossed, yeah, all the experience Massively. is going to pay off. I mean, well, last time round, it was it was myself and about eight other people all DMing each other, going, "It's going to pour down tomorrow. It's going <laughs> to oh my god, it's going to pour down," and it, it, it was boiling. Yeah. It was like overnight. Just just I don't know what happened. The Lord said, have the sun. That, that Conor McGregor one, before we move on, the Conor McGregor quote did have me laughing a little bit because as you say, if you say it, you're going to do it. And some of the comments I got after I set my PB following your success, it was, it was, are you, are you, are you having a little competition? I'm like, no, we did say on the podcast, we yeah. would set a date and we would both go to try and hit our own goals. We're not racing each other because you're a lot faster than I am. And I know that. And it'd be stupid for me to try and try and beat you. But we did say we're going to go. We, but in, in, in fairness to some of the people that responded, we didn't actually set the date. I just saw Steve no. absolutely smashed it. And I thought, you know what? I would be. Yeah. I would be. I not... sort of had it targeted though, didn't I? I, yeah, I know I had did. the first time around. My daughter was unwell. And I said, right, when I get to this deload week, that 11 miler, I'm going to basically do a little warm up, going to pelt it out and see what happens. Uh, and then went for a nice little coffee afterwards with uh, with Steve, got some beard oil, happy days. <laughs> my response, we can't obviously say one of the response because I'd have to cut it out anyway because it was expletive. I was very congratulative for Steve. I did send him an expletive. But yes. It wasn't very nice. It was um, <laughs> rhymes rhymes with duck and sounds like a baby sheep. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I did say that. But you found it. You you came back finding it funny. But at the same time, I did also say to you, "What about that nineteen seconds?" Um, which, oh. as soon as I said that, and then as soon as I broke mine and I had eleven seconds, I knew you thought, you know what, Steve's gonna Steve's gonna say the same to me now. I didn't. I sort of yeah, took you the smugness and let it ride. <laughs> waiting, wait, waiting for you. I'll, I'll be the bigger guy. The faster guy has got to be the bigger guy. Okay. <laughs> whereas, the, whereas the bigger guy isn't the faster guy for me in my case. <laughs> uh, right. 
Okay, we're going to move on. That's actually, we had quite a good uh, good fortnight of, of running. Well, I didn't really do too much, but a PB uh, after coming off of COVID um, is still pretty good. So moving on, uh, and before we jump into our interview with Hannah, uh, which will be conducted by Runner Man Steve. I say will, it's actually recorded in a few days' time. Um, and um yeah we'll, we'll we'll cover that anyway uh we want to share some love to all the wonderful achievers from last weekend now this is where it's going to get confusing again because we're recording before these events happen so we don't know how anyone's got on so we're gonna uh we're gonna shout them out anyway it's an early recording but we did put out a call to ask people where they're running and do they want shouted out? We wanted to share the love and uh, and just say that we're we've we've got their backs. I've sent so many voice messages today on Instagram, voice notes and messages and and such, just to just to give everyone a bit of a pat on the back. But I've got some names. Steve's going to chime in with a couple of uh, his DMs as well. Uh, but first off, I'm going to cover some of the marathons that are going on. Now, these aren't all the marathons or all the events. It's just the people that have come back to us or people that I've noticed on my feed. Um, and I could, I have to apologize. There's probably other people I've seen, but I didn't take a note at the time. This is going to be like an actual roll call register, people. Take it a is, seat. Yeah. Get some coffee. <laughs> so snack or two. For Brighton, I've only got two for Brighton. I don't think Steve's got any for Brighton, which is... It's going to be a nice short one, but we've got Emily in the outdoors who we've mentioned in the past on a, on past episodes and we shouted her out on the last episode Um, she is running Brighton. She's she's done a few marathons. She's had a bit of a, an up and down sort of training session, but she's got it in the bag. She's she's going to smash it and hopefully uh, she does smash it and has a fantastic time. By the time this episode's come out, we will know. And yeah, we're, we've, we've got her back uh, and hopefully hopefully she's delighted with her result uh, we also have another chap called paddy runs or paddy underscore runs patrick um, i've been following patrick for a few years um or since my account's been created and i haven't really spoken to him that much but i did see today that he's running brighton so i thought i'll shout him out he probably doesn't listen to the podcast but he may come back to this one next up we have the paris marathon and another member of the Loch Ness 24 team is Rachel McPherson. This is her first marathon and she's had a bit of a roller coaster ride of um, a taper uh, and approach to the Paris Marathon because she's she's had the maranoia, she's had the worries of, of travel, she got stuck in the airport, she wasn't sure where she was going. Everything's obviously in French, she doesn't speak French, but the Loch Ness 24 team, they we're actually called the Who Dropped the Deborah. So I'll call us from that. So if you if you ever hear Who Dropped the Deborah, that's who it is. Loch Ness 24 team. We have a pocket French lass in the team. And she was on side as soon as Rachel put a, a call out on our chat group. She was there. She guided her from Charles de Gaulle all the way to her hotel room, like with, with precision. Uh, she, she was sending her all the messages that she needs to show to people if she needed to. Uh, she got her all the way to hotel and then she got her to the expo as well, which was phenomenal, given that she was doing it all the way from Scotland, doing it remotely. So kudos to Elodie, uh, who is Buns, Curls and Chocolate Buns. Um, but that's, yeah, Rachel's doing her first. Hopefully she is delighted with her result she's gonna absolutely smash it she's put in the effort it is as steve has always said anyone running marathons you are just running the victory lap no matter what time you get it's still an amazing 
effort and you're just going to have to just enjoy the experience as much as possible mm-hmm. um we also have uh, the running mod chris and um, the Parky runs leads, Andy and runner uh, running smiley. Now, unfortunately, I don't know running smiley's name, uh, but that's all our Paris marathon runners. Um, we then have London landmarks, and I'm guessing you're going to have a few of these as well. And uh, one of our first shout-outs actually is the fabulous um, cheerleader for the podcast, Laura <laughs> Hardcastle. Um, she is running. Uh, then I have four people that didn't tell me they were running. I just happened to see, and that was Joe runs a bit. Uh, Joe's been uh, a long time follower of mine. She's fabulous. And uh, we've got JP runs free. Who's the editor and part of the, what the fart lick uh, crew. Uh, he's uh, going to be smashing out quite a lot of events. He did, he did Sheffield uh, a couple of weeks ago. He's doing, or has done London landmarks. Uh, he's also going to be doing the London Marathon, and I think he's also doing Manchester Marathon, which we're going to get down to. Uh, his uh, fiance, uh, the fabulous Polly, who is uh, time to get fittish, uh, she's also running with him. And Maisie Runs is running London Landmarks. Onwards to a Scottish event that uh, was shouted out to me, or two Scottish events. That's the Glenlivet 10K, and that is another member of the Who Dropped the Dever team. That's Lorna who is trial to try, uh, trail to try, sorry, not trial to try. Um, and the Tom Scott 10 miler, who is another of our shout outs last week, our community shout outs, uh, Stuart runs a lot, uh, Stuart. Uh, we're also gonna give a bonus shout out to a friend of mine uh, who jokingly said, uh, sent me a message saying that he's busy running around uh, the kitchen, uh, serving up some awesome, uh, amazing Asian food. Uh, which I can personally testify to because he works in one of the one of my all time favorite Asian restaurants, Asian fusion restaurants. So I'll give him a bonus shout out. And that's uh, the Good Food Gamer. Uh, hopefully, as the podcast goes on, I'll be able to convince him to start running with me um, and we'll share his story. Uh, but Steve, do you have any you want to add to it before we move on to the Manchester Marathon runners? Slightly annoyingly. You've sort of rattled off even the people that I have seen. <laughs> so, so, you know, the the time to get fittish, um, Laura, Maisie. I just feel like I've seen absolutely everyone, even the ones that I, I, I sort of like photos, but we don't have much, if any, dialogue at all. It's sort of you, so I see you, you see me, so to speak. Yeah. So yeah. You've covered those. I annoyingly wanted to to do the london landmarks but i didn't get a place <clears throat> in the ballot uh which was annoying because i really liked it last year i ran it with uh what turned out to be covid um i still want to still want a 148 with it but it is what it is um so no i've i mean for the paris marathon um there's happy little runner so marie that's gonna be her first that's gonna be her first marathon I just want to say, anyone that's actually doing a Paris Marathon, Paris Marathon, get it out, put the teeth back in. <laughs> put the teeth back in. Um, fair play to all of you, because not only is it a marathon, but you've gone over there at a time where they said, you know what, King Charles, sit that one out, mate. We're not going there yet. Leave it out, because they've had an unrest, because rightly so, you do not raise, you do not raise the uh, retirement age without consultation, especially in Paris. So shout out to all you legends going over there, because 
it would personally would have me second guessing whether I should go or not. I can't lie yeah. to you. Yeah, exactly. I'd be going. Uh, I mean, it was bad enough when I went to um, uh, Turkey on holiday uh, in 2016, and there was actually the attack on uh, Istanbul Airport about a week after I was due to fly out there. So that wasn't very comfortable uh, flight. So yeah, listen, anyone that's going to Paris, stay safe, stay well. Um, don't go exploring. Just go to where you're going to. Do your mapping. Get yourself home sharpish. That's my that's, that's that's Steve's advice for you. But you're all legends. Everyone's legends. Brighton Marathon. You know there were people that I was supposed to do it that pulled out because they didn't want to commit to the training because there was that whole moment of time where before London Marathon events took over from it, where it's going to they owed money to people still. Um, they didn't know whether the event was going on. They didn't want to train for an event that might not happen. Um, so I hope you all have fun there as well. That's one I want to tick that one off. So I want to do that maybe next year or the year after. But I, think, I reckon we can move on to 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 Manchester. Um, I, just, I just want to say when you when you were saying about being safe in Paris and um, with especially with the riots and uh, their unrest, I was going to say Brighton's not much better, uh, but oh not to be unfair. <laughs> Oh, it's a lovely place. I'm not going to say that. Everyone that's in Brighton, make yourself <laughs> known. I will take complaints. Um, I'll be the admin for the week. Um, he shall be recommended. Okay. Uh, we're going to make him. We're going to make him run a sub twenty as punishment, and he can't leave the ground <laughs> until he's completed it. I am just um, cheeky, you know. I'm cheeky because I, I, the the shout out from last week, Steve's shout out, Pet. I did as as we last week, last uh, last episode. She did threaten to beat me up with a baguette. Um, I've just yeah, such a random item. <laughs> there was there was a reason no because we had the bread chat because I said her name was like the bread, yeah. like Peter bread. Pit of bread. Um, uh, pit of bread. So she, uh, she said she'd beat me up with a baguette. Well, I'll anyway. tell you what, if, if she hit you with that, that wouldn't be one to baguette, would it? So... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes, no. that joke. Get in. I've got it in. If I could do, I'd do like a knee slide, like a footballer through my living room floor, but I'd headbutt a toy kitchen. Maybe that's a new feature. Uh, we do a dad joke of the of the of the fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> Where should I just slip the joke in? Hey everyone, Future Steve here. Uh, a quick intermission in the uh, recording. I noticed while I was editing that I actually missed someone out. Another member of the Who Dropped the Dibber team, Loch Ness 24 team, and that was Gary Dempsey. Gary underscore runs underscore. And he was running an absolutely brutal looking ultra on Arran, the Isle of Arran. Uh, so I won't say much about how we got on because this is actually after the event, but Go check everyone out, show them the love and let them know they did phenomenally well. So back to the recording. Both myself and Steve did put uh, messages out to see who of you lovely lot were running at Manchester Marathon. And that's the weekend after this episode comes out, the 16th of April. And we did get a decent amount of responses, or at least I did. And I'm now conscious that I'm going to say some of Steve's ones here. Um, he can see the list in front of him. Oh, I, he, I, he's, he's just—he's no longer there. Actually, he was the anonymous armadillo in my in my my script here. Um, <laughs> but we have, firstly, uh, and again, you're going to get sick of me saying this. Another member of the who dropped the Dibber team, the Loch Ness Twenty Four Squad, and that's the fabulous Kaylee, who is the Happy Diet. She is running in Manchester, and 
she's gonna absolutely smash it i know she is she's been doing amazingly recently in all the events she's been doing she's been absolutely uh, bossing them all and i can't wait to actually meet kaylee for the first time but again another future uh, guest in the, in the in the making uh we have ben who is stony runs and uh, another scottish lassie uh, which is scottish lassie runs michelle she's a phenomenal runner and i can't actually imagine the time she's gonna get it's gonna be spectacular we then have the village runner grant uh i think you've might have shouted him out in, in a previous episode i think it might be one of steve's we have she runs she bakes I unfortunately don't know who what your name is. I apologize. I should have asked, but you're still getting a shout out. We have uh, Jodie's first marathon, and I think this is her first marathon. So Jodie, have an amazing time. I hope you um, don't go in with too much maranoia and just enjoy the day. Like we've always, we always keep saying, enjoy the day for the first one. Both myself and Steve didn't really go with that mindset but it's something that we, we we can't help but share and say now is if you're a first time marathon runner don't go with a time in mind just go to enjoy yourself because you might put yourself off in the future but at the same time if you if you get through it you can always look forward to a time at another event absolutely we then have uh jp runs free uh, again the the editor and uh well, as they call him on the What the Farlick uh, podcast, Cavs. That's John. He's everywhere, isn't he? He is everywhere. He's yeah, running. Absolutely. Yeah, no wonder if they know if they've broken the into the end of the season. He's like. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. They uh, they're on their break because it's uh, it's running season for like it's spring marathon season. Not, it's not there. The ship sinks. Yeah, <laughs> and I I, I say I believe he's running Manchester. He's running not after Manchester. He's running London as well. He's doing yes, it for charity. He is yeah, he is a, a massive charity runner, and uh, yeah, we if if you could go check uh, John at JP dot runs free, <clears throat> go check him out if you've got any spare pennies contribute to his efforts it's all for a great cause uh, and yeah no all the best to john and in, in his efforts uh we then have uh someone who's in my dms on a regular basis with um hmm how is he how would you say it? it's banter but it is it's banter where we insult each other and it's really fun and that's lisa dunn uh lisa is is a phenomenally fun uh person to to communicate with and yeah just adds yeah. the, the fun side to life there too um we then have june duggan uh i don't really know june but shout out again uh hopefully future um a guest on the show next and uh, actually a past guest for the press play and run podcast is the fantastic kilsyth runner bob burrell bob has been fantastic with supporting us as well and even uh put out a reel the other day that was inspired by steve's um <laughs> maranoia quote from the last episode he got me he he's like i was like yeah i i sort of was going to do a similar reel with the similar sound i said i'm now not going to because you got there first no you can <laughs> still do it bob would love it bob would no no i've got to be i've got to be a bit more uh i've got a couple of ideas i've just got to try and piece it together um but that being said someone did sneeze within three foot me the other day and i was dropping them oh i've got two more left uh so we've got curly steph x um 
who is Steph, obviously. Again, I'm not entirely familiar with Steph. I, I think I've started following her recently, but again, shout out and hope you have a fantastic time. And my final shout out is for another member of the Who Dropped Their Deborah squad, and that's po Positive Lassie. That's Karen. Uh, Karen, hope you have a fantastic time. You've put in the super hard work. I've been following her Strava. She is absolutely bossing it. Same as all the other runners that I follow. I follow a lot of them on Strava. Uh, and as much as there's a few people there that I'm not too familiar with, I do have a, a keen eye on a lot of their names, a regular uh, mem commenters on my content. So uh, they're absolutely phenomenal athletes. They're going to have a blast. And we hope you do have a blast. But Steve, have you got anyone you want to add or have I nicked all your ones again? Uh, no, smugly, I've got a couple. Thank oh, you. Good. Good. <laughs> You're not taking all of it. You're not taking all the slices, my friend. Um, so uh, back to the Brighton one, I just I did remember. There's a chap called Joe Hate Runs. Um, he's, uh, he's running Brighton, so good luck to that chap there. Uh, he's, a, he's a nice chap, to be fair. He's, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, we got for Manchester... Rob the Runner, Rob Bulis. I, I apologise, Rob, if you're listening to this and I've actually butchered your surname. <laughs> I do, I do apologise. Um, super, super great guy. Um, a bit like what you said earlier on, uh, like the last episode with uh, person Al Best, um, you know, has moments where you can tell things just get into him. So I've messaged him saying, how are you doing today? You know, just, just to keep him fresh, know that, he isn't on his own, um, but he's aiming for the sub five, a bit like, um, okay, Daisy's following me. Hello, Daisy. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, so he's going for the sub five, like Hannah, it's his third marathon, and he's lost a ton of weight through just changing his diet, uh, doing amazing workout, strength training, running, going to classes before work. He's really aced it, so I really hope he um, he gets that sub five. But I know I know that even if he doesn't, he's he's worked ridiculously hard for it. So enjoy your victory lab, Rob. We've also got uh, move with Lou. So move dot with dot Lou. Um, she's running Manchester Marathon. It won't be her first time covering the distance, but it'll be her first one at an event. So she's done the London virtual uh, and is, is really great because um, she had a family at the end and she was spraying champagne everywhere. Uh, but it's going to be her first event event for a, for a marathon. Um, so good luck with that. Uh, we've also got, uh, where's he gone? Mark. Mark Durkin. Mark Durkin. He's doing the Manchester Marathon as well. Um, and like me, he's been sort of second guessing his plan. Or oh, what should I do? We've been in the, in the DMs, and it's amazing how we all sign up and subscribe to these plans. Uh, and the plan tells you what to do, but you're going, I think I've done this for six weeks. I know better than the plan. I'm, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. And then, yeah, so he's going with that to Manchester. So that will be, he'll ace that. He'll ace that. Uh, and then one more, one more. Ian runs marathons. You gotta follow him. Even he's such a he is so funny. Honestly, some of the gifts he sends me in the DMs 
they're hilarious. His travel stories are notorious. This chap is always on a plane. He don't get on buses. He's on a plane going here, there and everywhere, like Coventry, Belfast and Essex in a day. is absolutely insane. And he's stupidly quick. But honestly, he's like a whippet. Um, so he's going for that. Uh, so, yeah, they, they are my shout-outs that I'm aware of for the marathon. If we have spoken and I've not actually shouted you out as I would have been doing, I do apologise. I've basically hardly slept this week. Um, but if we have missed anyone, let us know in our DMs or let us know on the uh, page DMs, and we will do a video shout-out for everyone. We'll do live shout-outs on the page. Do apologise though if we have missed you out, it does mean you're not running the marathon. So it's <laughs> a waste of time. <laughs> Sorry to find out this way. <laughs> if we've missed you out, you may not have confirmed that you're changing your name to Steve or Steph yeah, off of the back of the last up episode. To the event. And they said, sorry, the Steves haven't said you're trying it. Off you go. <laughs> Your name's not Dan, you're not coming in. <laughs> oh, uh, oddly enough, I've just had a, an email to say that it's eight weeks to go for the Edinburgh Marathon Runners as well. I'm still so tempted with the idea of going back. Eight weeks out. Eight weeks out. <laughs> What's the date for that? Uh, don't make Steve me do the calendar. maths. Yeah, don't make me do the maths on that. It's eight weeks out. <clears throat> the 28th of may i think that makes it it's either the 28th or the 21st one of the two um, uh 28th for the 23rd yeah sunday one or one or it's, just, it's always it, yeah it's, i think most marathons tend to be sundays yeah i don't know why to the, um, to the annoyance of laura and her stories why can't you just do them on saturday <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i literally had a little thought in my head but i'll put that thought back in the box um i'm not gonna say it out loud <laughs> i tell you actually let's do that yeah it's the 28th sunday the 28th of may so as my previous thing uh for that one ooh, a mm. uh, good question i want to say it's around about between 60 and 80 pounds but um, it's not cheap. London's forty nine if you get in with a ballot, but also you have oh, got to be like you've got to get in the ballot as well. Let's see what's yeah. Edinburgh saying to me. Oh, you want you wanting this? Apologise, everyone. We've gone off on a canter again. But, yeah, uh... we've gone off on tangent. It's oh god, it's not going to tell me the price. Oh, uh, anyway, I I think uh, from experience, I think it's around about sixty pounds. Um, which yeah, I, I have toyed with the idea. Of, although I'm it's not, on my list. Oh, yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not in training for Marathon, as we all know at the moment. But I am still so tempted. I was very tempted to sign up as last minute for Mar for Manchester. It was the accommodation that put me off that one. I was also very tempted with Brighton, um, but that was a lot earlier. That was before they got taken over by the same operators, London Marathon. And before I signed up for Amsterdam, I was considering Paris being my first uh, and hopefully possibly only international marathon. Um, but yeah, potentially there's still time to just turn up at uh, Edinburgh. But you should have turned up to Edinburgh and just rock next to Ryan and uh, off you go. I think that would annoy the... I'm not going to say that. It would annoy him if I did that. Uh, I'm nowhere near as fast as Ryan as well. But uh, if I just turned up, wore the kilt, 
first marathon speed doesn't come into play on this one. That's true. That's true. But we will learn a little bit about Ryan's training, his expectations. Absolutely. Uh, in a couple of weeks, a couple of episodes time, because uh, with eight weeks to go, five k runner. Well, that, that's it. If we've if we've got a London special coming up, especially for yourself and covering as many uh, London marathon runner names as possible. Yeah. That then leaves six weeks until Edinburgh. Uh, so by the time we get to episode eight, that will be four weeks to go. Um, so it's either going to be episode eight or episode nine. Two weeks before the marathon, we'll have Ryan on uh, and we'll do a bit of a crossover, learn a little bit about Ryan a little bit more because he doesn't really talk about himself in his own podcast. Uh, so we want to deep dive into Ryan. That sounds wrong. We want to deep dive <laughs> Ryan's life. <laughs> Don't edit that. Leave that in. Oh, I'm oh that's what's going to win us a silver in. at the SJA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to deep dive into Ryan's life, not into oh, Ryan. Uh, Ryan, I'm sorry. I've got no part in this. This is a, this is a Scottish Steve thing, not me. Oh, I mean, c- combined with that slip up and all my run karaoke videos, uh, oh. Yeah, on my dancing, I think people are going to have serious thoughts about my mental stability. Um, <laughs> but before we get to tangential and chaotic, we are moving on to the interview with Hannah. Now, it's going to be a transition here because it isn't recorded. We're recording it in a few days' time. Uh, but hopefully this all goes well. It'll be edited in and Steve will have done a fantastic job of interviewing Hannah because he did a fantastic job of interviewing me. Apparently. So as I already mentioned during the introduction, we're extremely lucky to welcome our very first guest to the show today. It's someone who we honestly couldn't be happier to have as our opening guest for the podcast and someone I, for one, can't wait to hear more about. Not only has she completed a whopping nine marathons, but she's well on her way to bagging her six-star major medals, having four already under her belt and a fifth in just 10 days' time. Alas, that has a smile that goes for miles, 26.2 to be exact, the amazing Hannah runs 93, Hannah Gifford. So how are you, Hannah? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you, really good. Really, um, really looking forward to um, chatting to you guys and, and being on here today. Have you had a good uh, a good week so far? Um, I've had a good week. I'm back in Taper, which feels a bit crazy because I feel like obviously I've only just come back out of Taper and I'm back <laughs> in. So it, it it went from one to the other very quickly. But no, feeling, feeling good, feeling good, feeling fresh. And it is 10 days you've got, isn't it? Um, it is. I'm... Yeah, it must be about 10 days. I fly in uh, a week, a week Friday. So so not long left now. It's a Monday. I'm, 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 saying, I'm not saying which marathon it is at the moment, but it's a Monday, isn't it? It is a Monday, is, yes. Yeah, so it's, you've got 10 days, 10 day countdown. But I'm sure Steve will get to that within the questions. Um, and for this one, as we've we already mentioned uh, in the introduction today, I am going to mute myself and I'm going to let uh, Runner Man Steve do the interview because you hear enough of me as it is. Uh, but yeah. I've already had a, a brief look at what he's going to ask, and I think you're in for a really good interview. So, Hannah, I'm going to leave you with Steve, and I'll dip in and out, but, um, yeah, in for a treat. You say you've seen the questions, but I changed them all just to keep you on your toes, mate. 
Sorry, I'm joking. I, I, really, I'm I no, literally, I was just about to have a breakdown then. <laughs> just like, breakdown now. <laughs> no more guests. We've just broken the first one. It's fantastic. No, no, you know, seeing as you were, you know, my guest suggestion, and I'm not just saying it, you know, I said to Steve, he said, who are we going to have? You think of people in Australia. I said, well, the first one's got to be Hannah Runs. From me, um, I think, Michelle, yourself and Lucy, uh, were the first two that I knew of online and then met at that park run, um, which feels like a million years ago now, uh, like right at the start of, of marathon training. So I thought, who better to get on board? You've got some good stories. Um, and then mainly questions about marathons, because you've done so many. You're more of an expert than myself and Steve. Um, so I could just jump into it, right? Let's just start at the beginning. But what did what made you start running, Hannah? What was the reason and why you carried on with it? Okay, so I was always very active at school, and I thought this is a great opportunity. You know, I'm young and I'm fit. Um, in 2014, a, a family member passed away, and and at that point, I'd said to myself, right, I'm going to do something. I want to do some fundraising. I'm going to do the London Marathon. How hard can it be? I think I must have been 20 at the time or 19. And I thought, I'm young. I play netball three times a week. This is going to be a breeze. So I stupidly, and I will use the word stupidly, decided to turn up on the starting line, having done no training for the <laughs> London Marathon <laughs> in 2015. Oh, God. And it was a... It was honestly the most magical day of my life, but it was probably the most painful day of my life at the same time. I just thought I was young. I was fit. This was going to be a breeze. How hard is running 26.2 miles? Like, come on, this is going to be easy. But yeah. it, it wasn't so easy. You say it was horrendous because you've done no training and you basically just massively disrespected the distance. Um, so you had that bad experience and what, what made you continue? Was it the fact that what could I do if I do training properly or, or, or what was the reason behind continuing and in doing so many marathons? So I guess now is the time to be brutally honest. So I did London in 2015 with no training. I then decided that I would have, I was very fortunate in getting a ballot place for 2017. Um, so oh, I, 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 I know, first time entry as well. Steve's seeing a sun in Scotland. <laughs> no one knows what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got to the start line in London 2017 and I decided to make the second rookie mistake of trying again to run the marathon, having Jesus. done no training. Um, I was two years wiser, obviously. Really? <laughs> well, I thought I was two years wiser. And I thought I'd have another go at it. Obviously, two years was long enough for me to forget the pain that my body went through during the day and afterwards. I did manage to finish it quicker, a whole 13 minutes quicker, but I didn't learn again. I then came back to London in 2019 and had another charity place so I'd I'd done all of my fundraising for the same charity so they used to be called the British Lung Foundation but they've now merged with asthma so they are now Lung and Asthma UK um being an asthmatic myself 
and my dad's asthmatic and a few other family health issues it was it was it was great to raise money for the same charity so i took to the start line in 2019 of london and again had done no training <laughs> i was going to ask you uh yeah i decided i'd have another crack at the marathon having done no training that time i don't know what happened i took like 45 minutes off my time it, it I, I thought i was like usain bolt that day um it still was a slog um so at that point i'd done three london marathons and then i found out about the abbott majors um but i i did still complete two other marathons after then with no training so <laughs> So, <laughs> so I have done nine marathons, but I have actually only trained for four of them. That is amazing. <laughs> you are my hero. Now, did you expect a different result? Because you know what they say about doing the same thing on repeat and expecting a different result, right? So every so my five marathons that I did with no training, I did manage to PB every time. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't know how it happened. I don't know what happened, but you you would think I I would learn from it. Um, I I went to a park run at the weekend and met a friend who I met in 2015 when we both ran for the same charity, and she was we were chatting away and she said Hannah, now you do all this training. She says I much prefer Hannah who does no training at all. And <laughs> she reminded me of a video that she's got of me from 2017. She's at mile seven. She's cheering along. I run up to her and I say, Sarah, I don't think I can run anymore. My feet hurt too much <laughs> at mile seven. And she's like, Hannah, like you got a long way to go. Like you need to get going. <laughs> oh, geez. I'm going to I'm gonna break Steve's flow here and just say you're, you actually had a really good park run at the weekend as well, didn't you? I did have a very good park run. I was, yeah, I decided, um, I, I checked what was on the plan and I, I saw that there was a push, a pushed 5k and I thought I'd give it a shot. I've got nothing to lose. I've done no speed work for, I think, eight weeks, but let's just go and have one last little blast before we taper back down into Boston. And I was very fortunate. I managed to run a PB, so I was chuffed, very Fantastic. chuffed. Yeah, I was really pleased. That's because you was coming in here. <laughs> on, on this pod we pb i think it was coming on here and <laughs> obviously i had the voodoo carbon shoes on whether they work or not obviously we don't know Clearly but did. i i had the voodoo <laughs> shoes on and my coach was there so i think that added all the pressure there but yeah i had a really good morning good morning nice. Fantastic. so basically what we're saying is for half over half the marathons you've done no training yeah we're not we're not endorsing that anyone's <laughs> listening we're not endorsing no well, the thing is, I'm not being funny, but she has pb'd on on no training it so there's got to be some sort of fault on it i i, I will be honest and i will totally agree <laughs> i do not recommend this training plan of doing nothing for 16 weeks for anybody <laughs> please trust the process trust the yes. plans please do not anybody make the mistake that i made five times <laughs> at that point it's no longer a mistake it's a conscious choice <laughs> I, I remember that hurt but i'm gonna do it again yeah yeah it, it it's it's probably something i'll look back on and, and laugh about 
years for years to come but obviously in the t- at the time i wasn't laughing very much <laughs> no no you laugh at it now nothing now yeah. well the thing is the next question would have been what's your first marathon but you've just rattled off five untrained for marathons. <laughs> so of those five untrained what's which one was the worst one like the worst one of all of them um the worst one will have been berlin when i did that in 2019 um it rained all day it it didn't stop and I traveled out with two friends um who I met in 2017 all running for the same charity um so it was it's great um we traveled out together and we'd had a really nice weekend it got to the Sunday morning we'd got through the starting pens and obviously I was in the back pen with my uh my lack of training and they were in the pens towards the front so we got split up and I, I just didn't really know what to do so I just sat on the curb um eating my banana crying thinking to myself this is gonna be a long day Hannah a long day and yeah the weather the weather didn't help the weather the weather was awful and my my husband was with me and he was facetiming my sister to so that she could see me whilst I was running and because it rained so much it broke his phone and the phone has never come back to life and yeah, it it wasn't a it wasn't a good day. Sounds like hell. <laughs> that sounds like hell. Yeah, I I met a lovely um American called Suzanne um at about mile ten it must have been, and if I hadn't have met her, there was no way I was going to make it to the finish line. Well, that's it. The the if you don't have someone to run with, having run both of mine solo, the second one, well, the second one, I did have people with me, but I was I was going for a PB time. And it does really help having me like meeting someone along the course and just having that regularity to kind of keep you going. Yep, she was um, amazing to have by my side. And then it felt like we were getting double cheers because the people that were with her were cheering us as we went past. And then my husband was cheering us. So we were getting like extra cheers. So it was, yeah, it was nice. But I think it was just the rain. I just wasn't prepared for being out in the rain for that many hours. No. And you know what? The thing is, that's what I say to so many people. During your marathon block, if you look outside and it's absolutely steaming it down, still still go out and do it because you can't you can't guarantee what the, the weather's going to be on race day. You've, t- you've just got to get out there and, and get it done. I mean, within reason, if if, if, if the witch is out there flying past your flat, don't, <laughs> don't do it. Do you know what I mean? It's probably not safe because it's that windy. Um, that's why that I endorse running in the snow, Steve, because you, it's just frozen. <laughs> it's just frozen rain. Basically, it's just frozen rain. Just crack on. Um, so yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. um, so you have mentioned that you became aware of the Abbott after uh, the Abbott Six Marathon Challenge after about how many marathons of not training for? Uh, the the third London. The third <laughs> London. So it's third, marathon three. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. So you found out about it. I'm assuming you've, where did, where did, where did you find out about it at the expo? Um, so it was at the expo and then there was a group of us that had met from the same charity and there was a Facebook group and someone had put in there saying, anybody fancy going to Berlin in September? There was a group of us that said yes. So we all entered through various routes, whether it was ballot, the team ballot or through tour operators. And there was a group of us that went um so it was really I guess at the expo and then just pure coincidence that somebody posted it on my charity's page and then 
did you all sort of do it together or did everyone sort of dropped out and you're left on your own chasing the six stars? So there is, so in the group originally, there was, I think, seven of us. Uh, mm. One has accomplished their seven, uh, their six star. They achieved that in Tokyo last month. Um, Hannah, I'll give her a definite shout out. She, yep, she achieved her six star in Tokyo last month. Um, and the rest of us are are working their way through. Was that the one I assumed was actually you? I remember right doing one of my runs, Steve. I sent I sent a voicemail going, "You're going to get your six star. This is amazing. It's great." She goes, "Yes, yeah, not me." I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> 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 it's like it's the middle of the day. No, 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 it's not me. I was like, "Oh, well, I feel, I feel proper gay, proper set, a proper g'd up sort of um, voice message." And uh, so, no, I was wrong. <laughs> so that was. I mean, just play that when you do the last one this year at some point. Yeah, take it with me. <laughs> Scroll just, just back through and find me. it, I'm yeah. Not, <laughs> not doing it again. <laughs> um, what of, of the majors you've done so far, which one has been your favourite? So if we take away the performance, just just the, the atmosphere or the route, what's, what's your favourite one so far? Easy choice for me, New York. 100% the yeah. whole the whole weekend so I traveled by myself um and I had an amazing weekend when you go to New York on the Friday they do an opening ceremony and it is literally like being at the Olympics opening ceremony you can apply to be your country's um flag holder or to walk like in your country's little group they then pick people um, and then you dress up as like things from your country. It was amazing. I wasn't picked, unfortunately, but sitting in the crowd and watching people come through, it was incredible. They do fireworks at this opening ceremony. You get flags, you get foam fingers. It was, yeah. So that was that on the Friday. It, it was amazing. And then, yeah, the, the race is it is very tough. Obviously, the the bridges are are tough. I, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say it, it's an easy race. It, it is hard. The first mile is uphill, um, but the crowds, the support, the running through the five boroughs. Every borough is very different. Um, I remember running through one of the boroughs, and there was YMCA playing. People were stopping and dancing and videoing. It honestly, it is twenty six point two miles of complete and utter party, party central. That sounds insanely cool. So when I done when I done London, it felt like there was a really great atmosphere, but it felt like it was a bit, it was serious. I don't know if, if you felt that when you done it. It's like there was this atmosphere, but it felt like everyone, of course, was much more, was very, very serious. I can't base it against anything else, but it definitely didn't feel like a party like um, like you've just described for New York. Yeah, it, I guess maybe one difference, Steve, is you're in the, the, the group of people who train for marathons. <laughs> you're not in the group of people who go to just rock just up. party for 26 miles. But, <laughs> yeah, I think... It, I do get told sometimes you're taking it a bit too seriously. I was like, shut your face. <laughs> New York certainly would. It does look like from seeing other other runners that I know of having run it. It does look like it's it's 
it lives up to its its name of the city that never sleeps and uh, the party city sort of vibe. I want to go back to to what you're saying though. With the you, you can apply to be your flag bearer for your country. Do they break it down? Being a a, a a a a patriotic Scotsman and all. Do they break it down to 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 Scotland, England, Ireland, or is it just the UK? We I'd were remember. the United Kingdom. Oh, that's boring. <laughs> you're independent steve uh, no <laughs> but steve if you just were picked, if you were picked steve there would be nothing stopping you from making your costume to be more scottish aimed i don't know if anyone would get a giant haggis <laughs> <laughs> oh dear i don't want to go with that one <laughs> you two oh. could go as the haggis together but i guess you'd have to fight over which one has to be the back end oh no that, that actually <laughs> now we, we we are very good at, at, at um mentioning other podcasts and it does make me think of the what the fartlicks last po- po- episode of their season they were talking about someone having finished a marathon or a couple of people finishing a marathon dressed as the aldi caterpillar <laughs> <laughs> oh dear not even the Marks and Spencer's one no, no. <laughs> yeah we doubled went straight down the Audi route no messing about um, so I want to talk about one in particular it's your most recent one again I sort of put my foot in it by going well done you've done amazing she's like I'll message you later I was like okay so Tokyo so like I said I woke up checking the app wiped the sleep from my eyes and I thought she's cracked it so I sent a message obviously there was a different story there so if you don't mind um do you want to share your Tokyo marathon experience uh no airs and graces just as as you want to share it of course I can no definitely and I think having time to reflect I definitely my view has changed but in the moment it and it does still hurt so Tokyo was an incredible experience. I was very lucky, lucky to have an opportunity to go. Um, the got on the flight, flew over, everything was was fine. Got to the race day, and I thought as we was going, I was thinking, "Whoa, this is quite warm." I wasn't expecting this. I'd packed my arm sleeves, my gloves, ready to start. When I got to dropping off my bag, I literally just went in my vest. I said, "This is too hot. I don't need the arm sleeves." Everything was going okay. We went through 5K, we were fine. 10K, we were still okay. Went through halfway, everything was okay. I was checking my watch and I was thinking, wow, we're cruising, we're on for this. Like, just got a, <laughs> you've just got 13 miles to go, but <laughs> you'll be fine. Um, and I got to 16 miles and got to the water stop and they said, no water, next stop, next stop. And I thought, okay it's fine. It will maybe be a mile. I can run a mile without a drink. I'll be fine. I got to the next water stop and got told again, no water, next stop. Well, at that point I was thinking, okay, I really need to get some fluid on. It was hot. It was, it was, it was much warmer than anticipated and a lot warmer than I was expecting. And obviously a lot warmer than what I'd trained in, having trained in a British winter. So I think in the end, it got to about mile 19 and there was clearly no water en route um, 
for the runners that were around me. Um, they had their local, um, like the energy drink, which was Pocari Sweat. I hadn't trained with it. I'd heard very mixed reviews about it. And I didn't think it was a wise choice to try something new on race day when I already know that I have quite a sensitive belly. So I chose not to take the energy drink, hoping that there would be water soon. Um, next thing that happens is we get to the finish line. We are finish. Obviously, most important thing is I've stopped my Garmin. Uh, so I've got I've got a time. <laughs> And then I, next thing I remember is I wake up in the medical tent. Um, I think I'd got so dehydrated that I then, there was no water. I didn't want to take the Pocari sweat on and I couldn't stomach my gels because they just, I took one and it bounced straight back up. So I ended up in the medical tent, just very dehydrated, I think was, was the issue. Um, which obviously was was not what I was aiming for. Um, when I'd got through 16 miles, my watch said I was on for 4.48 and I was thinking, this is perfect. This is going good. Yes, I knew I still had 10 miles to go, but I was feeling good. I think I just got very dehydrated very quickly. Um, there were runners that were behind me who I then managed to speak to in the evening who said there was water on course, but it was being given to them from tiny, like tiny water bottles. Whereas the rest of the other stations that I'd been to were much larger bottles that were being poured in. Um, I think obviously what had happened was it was much warmer than expected. And the runners ahead of me, and I, I don't blame them at all. They took on sufficient water for themselves because of the 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 conditions that we were in. I think the race organisers just weren't fully ready for for the heat, maybe. Um, but I finished in five hours and three minutes. I was two minutes off of a PB and taking in everything, the the jet lag, the the short time that I'd had in the country before the race. I was absolutely I am absolutely chuffed. And there is definitely stuff I will take away from it. Um and hopefully it won't happen next time. Well, no, and like, like I said, I remember I said to you, considering all of that happened to you and you still got so close to a PB and the sub five, to me says you are in sub, you was in sub five shape, you know, and you sort of picked it back up again for your next marathon and you've literally, you're back on the bike straight into it, which is great because some people could have just left it and go, you know, well, I'm not doing it again, it was awful. I was a bit worried about Tokyo. I can't lie to you. I was a bit worried in general because I was hearing that people couldn't take their own bottles with them. They weren't allowed hydration vests. They weren't allowed even like a, you know, a, a soft flask and a flip belt. And I was like, well, they don't have enough water. Then. And to hear they actually ran out of water. It's like going to Nando's and they've run out of chicken. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, I was, I was genuinely concerned. <laughs> I was genuinely concerned. Apparently, Bluey is the winner, by the way, guys. Um, <laughs> Bluey is the winner. Um, I think, yes, yeah, I they they were very strict on what you were and weren't allowed to take in. So your bag was searched as you went through the security um, and all that you was allowed was 200 millilitres, which could either be in a cardboard box or 
or in um, like an aluminium packaging kind of thing, but you couldn't take anything bigger in. So even when you were trying to take fuel on before, it, it was quite difficult. Um, but obviously you, you, you respect the rules of, of the race, that, that you know what the rules are when you sign up and, and you have to work with, with what you've got. Yeah, I get, I get, I get that. Each country's got their own sort of way of working. And um, apparently also someone said there was no toilet for the first sort of mile or two miles to the start line. Some crazy, crazy, crazy rules. But then again, uh, there's some races over here, like the big half, where you, you, you first start and you, you basically run through like what feels like a 500-mile tunnel with no one in it. And it's absolutely roasting. So, uh, oh yeah, I guess it's one of them things. But you made it through and it's not put you off, which is the main thing. Which is the main no, thing. definitely not put me off. Definitely not. I'm just glad that you actually started training, Johanna, because could you imagine <laughs> if you hadn't started training and then you went to Tokyo and had to experience all that on top of it? So in Tokyo, the cutoffs are so strict. Um, and I did have those playing in the back of my mind. I, I think I, w- I was fortunate that I didn't start in the very last pen. Um, I started yeah. in the third from last pen, but the the cutoffs for Tokyo are incredible. Savage. If you if you miss it by one second, that is it. Game over. It's not like London or, or some of the other bigger marathons where, yes, if you're caught by the sweep, they will let you continue on the path. You'll still get to finish. If the if you are caught by the the balloon people, as I was calling them, because they were you could <laughs> see them because they had um, helium balloons attached to them. If you were caught by the balloon people, that was it. That was game over. It's like a version <laughs> of Hunger Games where you've got the Japanese balloon people <laughs> chasing you to make sure you get to the end in time. It literally was. And I knew some people that had to run in massive, massive positive splits to get through the first few checkpoints because they were much harder on the time restrictions that when later on in the race, they could have eased off a little bit. But I, yeah, some people I know were having to push for 10 KPBs to get through wow. the the timing mats, which is, it, it, it's really tough. But like I said, you know what the rules are when you sign up and y- you have to be ready to, to train for it. So I guess, yes, I, I definitely am pleased that I decided to do some training this time round because if I should have gone to Tokyo in 2020, um, which obviously then technically would have been my first marathon I'd ever trained for. So if I was still with the same mentality that I'd had for the first five, there was a chance I may have even taken to the start line with no training. (laughs) 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 So I don't know if COVID was a bit of a blessing for me because it made me do some training rather than just turning up on start lines and hoping I can survive. Yeah, with with London, it's funny because I was actually just reading, because they've put out the um, event guide uh, this, this evening, um, and I was just looking at, I was interested to see what their um, cutoff time is because I listened to a different podcast, listened to 40 Runs and they're discussing literally about Tokyo because they said they were literally, the stories of people just being chucked into minivans and going, right, you've not, you've not made it, move, off you go. Um, actually, London is eight hours once the last lot have gone at about half 11, but they won't kick you off the course. They'll just have like sort of towel walkers with you yeah. to usher you down through so whilst they're like basically giving london back to the, the, the street 
streets of London back, they'll have people with you to go, we're, we're, we're with you, but you're probably going to miss the cutoff time, so to speak. So at least there's more leniency in there. I, um, I think... Sorry, Steve. No, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's one of those ones where London is famous for being in the news for where people go and do really over-the-top charity yeah, uh, related like the what was there was the, there was the guy in a diving suit a, cl a classic old diving suit and it took him i don't know how long like a week or something but it, it's famously known for that's where people go to do the world record attempts for yeah. usually for charity yeah absolutely and fair play to um to london marathon they've put a lot of a lot of um allowances like what should be there for for women and and a massive part of their their write up today was all about what they're making sure you know women who are, you know maybe they if they're on their period they've got they've got facilities and 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 products ready for them and helping them in in every way possible which it should be it shouldn't be like twenty twenty three and we're only just seeing this sort of stuff introduced so I think London it does they do London American events do a very good job. That'll that'll take you on to oh I thought I would imagine is going to be your next lot of questions though Steve and with Boston they've recently only just changed their deferrals as well for pregnancy. I've so I've seen the bits online about the the changes to the rules and and I know that um, I follow one of the ladies on on Instagram Fiona and obviously I know that she was championing the the changes to be to be made around um pregnancy post pregnancy and and deferrals being available to to those to that that group of individuals and I think it's I think it's definitely a step in the right direction obviously not all of the majors do offer it at the moment so hopefully it is something that can, that can not just be done by the majors, but be looked to be done by by other marathons. Yeah, yeah absolutely, exactly. absolutely. So, Boston, you, you trusted me with your secret. <laughs> um, like, do not tell anybody. I was like, I'm not going to. I promise. Um, and I nearly slipped up on one of our podcast episodes when I was giving you a shout out, and <laughs> I literally had to read it straight in. I was like, oh, make, <laughs> make an excuse. Uh, no, that was nothing, Steve. Sorry, mate. That was, uh, yeah. Um, so when did you find out about Boston? So I got my place for Boston uh, a, a long, long, long time ago. <laughs> um, I was um, I was training for Berlin, um, still mid-training, and hadn't, hadn't known for that long. And then I was contacted on the 9th of August um, by... 209 events to say that my name had been drawn in the ballot that they were doing for their Boston places. Obviously, I knew I had to get to Boston to complete the six majors, but Boston was not on my scene for 2023. My 2023 plans were to go to Tokyo and then to go to Chicago and then to find a way for 2024 or 2025 to get to Boston because realistically, I'm obviously, I, I, I'm very new to the training, as as we've gathered, and I thought that it was going to take me a long time to get a Boston qualifier. So I started to look for alternative routes, and I was just very lucky. Um, I rang my husband and I said, "Oh, I've been given a place for Boston," and he was like, "Great, yay!" Like he's not a runner. <laughs> And I said, well, how am I going to pay for it? And he was like, just stick it on the credit card and we'll worry about it later. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. So I literally 
I got my place in in August last year. Um, I kept it to myself. I told a small group of people. Um, and then when I'd got home from Tokyo, I said to myself, right, honey, you're going to have to tell people now because people are going to wonder where you've gone and what you've been up to since since Tokyo. So um, and the response that I got was amazing. Um, the, the I think the small group of people that I told were pleased that I finally then told everybody. <laughs> um, but it was yeah, it, it, it was great. The response that I received was good. And I was a bit worried that I might have got a few people that said I didn't, I guess, deserve to be there because I don't have a Boston qualified time. But doesn't matter how Ooh, you get there. Steve, what do we call those people? <laughs> you, you can see it. I've been clean this whole episode and I'm not going to sully it now. Oh, refer to later on, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, I, I was a bit worried, but I didn't. And I guess that's probably from the community that I've got around me. It's, it is that just that pure support. So it's, yeah, um, I'm excited. And that's what we always talk about. The... Um... The running community will always support. Um, it's always people that you don't actually know that give you the most support. Like, yeah, yeah, Steve, you're running. We know. We know, mate. All right, we know you like running. Jesus Christ. Go tell Instagram about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that, that's obviously had a knock-on effect to your original plan of Chicago. Um, so is that now the plan to, to do that in 2024? Um, and if it is... Are you just are you going to take as many members of your friends and family as possible because that's going to be one hell of a party? So I have decided I'm going to go for 2023 because I Ooh. I know I know I'm so excited. <laughs> it does mean that all being well, I will be putting on them shoes and running them 26.2 miles, knowing that I'm going for my six star. Um, it's going yeah it's been a long time coming and i've i have trained and i've trained hard and i think i'm ready now to to have an, to have a crack at it um my plan is to go to boston i am still a little undecided as to whether i might have another crack at my sub 5 now I, from an outsider looking in <laughs> i would say if you don't hit your sub 5 say it's on purpose no matter what happens say it's on purpose because if you can hit your sub five on your final star wouldn't that just make everything like super phenomenal i know and i i think part of me just thinks from what i've heard about boston i'm just gonna go and i'm gonna i'm gonna party my way for the, the whole 26.2 miles i know a few people who are going who are going for their six star and we're all in the same pen together and i think we are all looking for for sort of somewhere between that that five hours 10 to five hours 20 so i think i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to see how i feel on the day if i feel fresh if i feel good I think I might have another go at it. And if it all goes wrong, then I'll just say, well, I did only do Tokyo six weeks ago. Like, I'll just, I'll just say that. Um, but yeah, yeah I think card. Wow. it is. Oh yeah. I think, yeah, I've got some bits booked to do in Boston. So I'm meeting up with some friends who I met in Berlin last year, which will be really cool. And I'm meeting up with somebody else who I've been chatting to online since 2020. And yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I'm gonna I'm going to the baseball on the Sunday and I'm gonna consume, I think, my body weight in hot folks. <laughs> I've just done the nerdy thing. I've looked up the gradient elevation charts I know. for both Boston <laughs> and Chicago. Oh, I, 
Oh, it's a shame it's not the opposite way around. <laughs> it's a shame. That Boston route is very similar to the Loch Ness Marathon, where you start at such an elevated position and you get to commit to those downhills, where Chicago doesn't look like it's going to be much fun. It's just very flat. I know. So part of me has said, and I've spoken to my coach, Jess, quite a few times about it. And we've, I think we've just kind of agreed on, I'm going to go to Boston. And I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to have some time off in the summer to work on some shorter distances. And then I'm going to go literally hell for leather. And I am getting my sub five in Chicago with my six star. Yeah. It'd be beautiful, wouldn't it? Yeah. It will be. But the yeah. Thing is, the thing is, Boston as well. That's like a bit like New York, as you explained it. It's one of the perfect ones to go for a party because it's it's on it's normally on Patriots Day, isn't it? It is on Patriots Day, yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 already a party vibe anyway. I'm just I'm back being nerdy again. There's a really nice picture here of Boston, Chicago, Berlin, New York, and London. They haven't added Tokyo to it yet, but Chicago is is very nice. That's a very nice route. Now I'm seeing it, and it's and it's all its glory. That could be fun. That could be good. It could be. Well, it will be. It's not going to be could be, Steve. No, no, no. (laughs) No, I was going to, one of the questions was going to be, so, Hannah, what's your favourite marathon? We said that New York was absolutely insane. And it's made me, I want to do like a marathon on American soil. I just don't want to pay for it. (laughs) I'm thinking if I I get quick enough, maybe like, one of these sports shoes companies can just say, hey, do you want to go run a marathon? <laughs> I'm not that quick enough. I'm not quick enough for that. I'm not cool, or cool enough for that, by the way. <laughs> not at all. I'll, just, I'll stay in my lane. I'll stay in it. Maybe one day I'll have a little crack at uh, one of them. But um, So after you've done the six star, do you sort of know what you're looking to do after? Will that be the end of... Uh, at the end of the international marathons or the end of the marathon journey? What Do you know what your plan or have you not thought that far ahead? I have thought that far. And I've obviously had a few people say to me with Abbott thinking of adding a couple of extra races. Once I've got my six star, am I going to go for the seven, the eight, the nine, whatever they decide to add? And I'll be honest, no, I'm not. I, I, I think once I'm done in Chicago, um, I think the marathon shoes are going to be hung up. And I know some people will say that I'm saying this now and then next year I will (laughs) sign up for something else or I'll do something else. But I think the marathon shoes might be hung up. It's such a big commitment um, time-wise. It's it, it really is tough. It's not just the time, it's the expense as well. Oh, yeah. It's different for someone who's run their first marathon, like both myself and Steve have done and gone, I don't want to do that again. And being in a really sour place about it because of the experience that we had. But for someone who's going to have run, nine, well, your, your sixth star, and that'll be 11, 10, yeah. 11 marathon. Yeah, 11 marathon number 11. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, your, it's, it's a well-deserved rest by that point. I think it will be time to hang the marathon shoes up. I, I got a voice note from my coach yesterday and she said, oh, we can talk about it later on in the year. <laughs> and I'm I'm still sitting there going, no, I think it might be it. But I don't know. Seeing as I decided to do five marathons untrained, 
part of me thinks that I'm going to get some other silly idea in my head and try and do something else very that, that I'm unprepared for. Most likely an ultra or I'd love to have a go at an Iron Man. But oh, no. I, know, oh. I know, I know, I know. Come on, Hannah. Now, there's, un- there's not training for a marathon and there's not training for an Ironman. I know, I know. But we'll, we'll see, I guess, yeah. The, the shoe, the running shoes will definitely not be put away forever, that's for sure. It's definitely become a, a big part of my life from a mental and a, and a physical and, and the community. I couldn't be without the community. The friends I have made from... Even running for the British Lung Foundation in London in 2015, I have had friends that I made then that I still chat to now. Friends that I met in 2017, Jason and Damo, who have been with me to, we've been to Berlin twice. We meet up regularly. I wouldn't be without the community. It's um And that's a really nice amazing. photo of yourself and Damo you've got on your Instagram as well. Yes, so he paced me uh, for the London Landmarks Half Marathon and everybody so he was dressed if you've not seen the photo on my instagram he was using it as a training run because he was going for the world record attempt to run the quickest marathon dressed as an ice cream so we did the (laughs) london landmarks half marathon and i think people thought that i was his pacer but it wasn't he was pacing me to a pb (laughs) and everybody was like oh great for pacing great for pacing your friend great for pacing your friend and he's obviously in the costume going it's me pacing her (laughs) but no we we had a great day and yeah I I think the the people that I've met from either the community Instagram running going to park run running at races or yeah from from the charity are are honestly friends friends for life some of them are yeah I I wouldn't be without them no it is it is it's it's so nice you know I've been part of different um communities when I was young and I was obsessed with trying to get get big because that's what society told you need to be as a, as a man get big muscles and 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 what it was never it was never a welcoming unless you're one of the big guys it's never a welcoming environment at some of the gyms and I can see why some people get sort of intimidated by even the thought of going into them because they are but the running community has been so good I mean yourself Hannah I remember Lucy popped it out there and said who would be interested I think about 40 people said yes and only four of us turned up but you turned up with no ambition to run at all. So I think you was at the 18-mile stage at that point. You had an 18-mile run the next day. But you still showed up just to show support and have a coffee afterwards. So you sort of embody that. And you can see that on your Instagram. So I can vouch, Steve, that Hannah is exactly in person as what she is online. It's rare to get that. You guys are just rubbing it in. I'm so brutal that there's no one around me to meet up with. I have to, I have to <laughs> wait for my team to come to the next event for me. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it was true. It was, it was, a, it was a, a great day, a great morning, uh, very early in training. Um, and so, yeah, a great start to it. And hopefully meet up again soon at some point. So the next question, and you can't say don't train for a marathon because you've said that already. What would be your one piece of advice to anyone sitting out on their, on their running journey? Actually, it's made more specific, their marathon journey, but you can't say, right, make sure you train because we covered that already. So <laughs> have a little think. What, 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 we're not going to let you out of it that easy, okay? We're not going to say see previous answer. Right. Um, so, no, seriously, what piece of advice would you give to anyone sitting out on their journey? 
Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I honestly think I would tell them to enjoy every minute. Yes, there are some runs that are really tough. They really stink. They really hurt. They you, you come home and you you sit down, you cry, and you think I can't do it. But you, you have you have to stick with it and make sure that you enjoy it. And on on the day, embrace it and everything that comes with it, it it's honestly you soak it up because you you only get that opportunity once to do your first ever marathon um so so make sure you soak it up yeah i think that i, I would have benefited from that advice uh, i i i so i did soak up mine but i really didn't have a good time about it and i think if i did if i just if i'd not run for time and i just enjoyed myself and enjoyed the atmosphere that yeah i think that's that's, that's spot on and I, I totally agree. Like, unless you are out there going for these world records, racing with the elites, just enjoy it. Do you know what? Some days it, it doesn't go, it doesn't go right, but it's about enjoying it and being celebrating what you've achieved to even get to that start line, because it, it is a lot. It, it, it is a lot that you have put in to even get to that start line. Absolutely. I mean, I didn't listen to that advice. Everyone's saying, Steve, just, you know, it's your first marathon. Forget what you think you know. Think it's not just 13.1 and 13.1. You are going to get brutalised as you get towards the end of it. And I did. Uh, I broke the golden rule, by the way. I, I was scratching my head for ages thinking, why did my hip go? And I didn't do that many long, long runs. And I was like, Steve, you literally bought a new flip belt at the expo and wore it on the day. And you're questioning why your hip was hurting. It was just so tight. I was like, you idiot, mate. Honestly. Yeah. Um, it was, you don't think you think, oh, yeah, don't change your trainers. You don't think of a flip belt, you know. And I thought, oh, that's a nice flip belt. Bought it because you, you buy unnecessary rubbish at the expos. That's what it's there for. Um, and, yeah, so I wish I enjoyed it more. Um, you know, I had Emma, a lipstick and trainer, saying, don't worry about the time. Just enjoy it. And I, I enjoyed up to 16 miles. And afterwards, I remember going through sort of canary areas. I was like, go on, Steve, you can do it. I was like, oh, shut up, mate. This is hurting. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is hurting. I just want to cry. I just want to go home. Okay, it's, leave It goes me alone. back to what you said at the beginning, Nohana, with your, your first marathon. I think we all have a, a tendency, or a, when you come in to run marathons, when that's, that's your goal, you have a, that naivety of, how hard can it be? I can run. Running that far, it's going to be hard, but I should be able to do it. And it is the naivety of, I'll just go do it and I'll smash it at the time. Yeah, no, you are totally right. It it definitely was a, I, yeah, I just thought I'm young, I'm fit. Come on, this is, this is going to be a breeze. Like, Hannah, you've done cross country at school. Like, you don't even know how far that is, but it definitely has got to have been close to 26.2 <laughs> miles. Like, this is going to, you, you're going to cruise this. You'll be fine. No, honestly, it was it was awful. I remember going through the training and I thought, yeah, I've hit a 138 half marathon. I'm in that zone. I'm in that area. Yeah, this will be really good. And you don't take into the fact that you're probably in a half marathon. You're actually running faster than what you'll set out during a marathon because you've got to sort of, <clears throat> you know, spread it over many, many more miles. I'm hoping, I'm hoping this training block so far, which has gone well, will uh, replicate that on the day itself. I, I, I think that kind of almost um, 
it's the same with what Ryan was saying, Steve, where he's at that point where he's running half marathon and he can't visualize in his head running a half marathon again. I would like to get Hannah on board here with me when it, when, when, it, when, when you, you, the more you run the distance, the more you get it in your head of, yeah, I can do this. This is normal now. But you didn't really do that for the first three. It took you a while to get even training. So <laughs> I, I just didn't learn. I think, yeah, I, I, I don't really know. If I look back now, I, I honestly don't know how I actually got through those five marathons with no training. I don't. I don't. It, it must have just been pure determination and grit. It, it and must have been. Did you get injured from any of those? No, I've had more injuries wow. now whilst I've been training than I had when I didn't train. So now, now this podcast has taught anyone like, is don't train again. Well, that's <laughs> it. The podcast has taught people get COVID, you'll run PBs, and also don't train for things, and you'll smash it out. <laughs> no, that is most definitely <laughs> not what I am encouraging. I just think I went. I instead of doing sixteen weeks worth of training, I just had a sixteen week taper. And then got to the start line feeling super fresh. Super fresh. <laughs> yeah. Super fresh, super dope. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do this thing. Oh, mate. So, yeah. So, when you go to Boston, uh, I hear you're, you're racing Elliot, yeah? I am, obviously. Yeah, um, race Kipchoge. Yep. Same, same. I mean, Mo Farah keeps following me around races. So, I hear Elliot is only going for a course record. I'm going only for a record. What's, what's the, what is the, was it 203 is roughly yep. is the uh, time for there, isn't it? Yeah, I can't, I can't believe, by the way, that a man with his record hasn't got the six star yet. That's insane to me. I know. I'm going to get my six star before him. How crazy is that? Because I think he has New York left to do, but it means you... I'm going to get mine first. Surely you're going to beat Kipchoge to the six star. Surely he should be getting good, uh, good for age, or good time relating there. If he doesn't oh, he, have good he, for age, he, yeah. He missed that for by a few seconds. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but with that course gradient, with that course gradient, that's going to be that could that could also be a phenomenal event to be at, with and undoubtedly a record a record smashed for the, the 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 elites also. I have heard that he is going for the course record, so it yeah. it will be interesting. Um, it will be interesting to be there, and obviously, I was fortunate enough to see him break the world record last year in berlin and, and be there and, and run that same race albeit a few hours behind but so what you're saying is you're that lucky that charm that you're that lucky charm he needs on the course that's that's what we're taking there that's good i, I must be i must be yeah goat goat number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant um what's the most important piece of kit that you could not do without hannah my watch I could not be without my watch for some if, if people have seen my splits on when I've been out for a long run keeping to a pace is is my thing I plug it into the watch and the watch is the boss when I'm out it vibrates if I'm too quick it vibrates if I'm too slow I get in the pace I lock in and I stay where I am um, obviously I love the watch when I'm running I don't love the watch so much when it then vibrates a few hours later and says move because i think <laughs> i have done quite a few steps this morning already yeah uh, you know what thing is my watch i used to be like that it would buzz at me and say hey you're going a bit too fast and i go oh, mind your own business i sort of <laughs> ignore it now i can't do what i want <laughs> 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 Leave it alone. i'll tell you what though i don't know if you found it but when you go around 
go around London. The GPS just says, no, not me, mate. Not doing it. No, no. It just gives up on you completely. Just disappears yeah. on you. you I think you it's because of the buildings. And that's why I've had to learn to run to... I've been running to feel like learning the paces a bit better rather than relying on the watch because I don't know about New York and whatnot, but London, it just... It's just uh, chaos. That's what I was going to say. That's, that's a talent that I've I've slowly been finding is actually quite beneficial because I, I don't plug in my uh, training into my watch. I, I purely go by feel at the moment. And it can be quite satisfying when you do that. But at the same time, if you're used to doing vibrations on your watch, then it's 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 going to be hard to try and run to feel. Yeah, I try and I've done I've done a few runs to feel and I just find it a little I, I find it quite difficult. Whereas if I've got the if I've got the pace on the watch, I'm I'm quite comfortable and it, it probably is. Yeah, it, it it's something that I'll stick to for the time being. Now, with the watch still in mind, and because we've discussed it in the past, and it irritates a lot of the the, the listeners. Are you miles? Are you kilometers? Or are you both? I am miles, one hundred percent. Yes, come on. But obviously, when I'd got to Tokyo, it was kilometers. So I was stood on the start line trying to sort my watch out, changing it from miles to kilometers. And then obviously, the pace I was used to seeing was, you know, 10 plus. It then was like five something. And I was thinking, oh, my God, I've gone out too quick. But obviously, it was because it was in kilometers and not in miles. Yeah. So, but no, I'm a miles girl forever. I'll tally that one up to another miles then. Happy day. <laughs> I'm just glad she didn't say I'm a miles person, but I let the watch buzz on kilometers because that still that, that absolutely <laughs> rattles me. <laughs> I, I, it spins me. I can't. I can't understand it. I refuse to understand it. It's insane. I think I've done a mile. Go, I've not done a kilometer. What are you doing, you stupid watch? <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, so last question. It's, it's come gone pretty quick to be there. Um, so on the Point 99 podcast, we always shout out some accounts who, um, as Ryan would say, you, you don't skip past. Um, but we want to ask, I want to ask you, because um, we'll do our usual bit of give, give some shout outs. But as you've mentioned, you are well in with the community. So we want to give you the opportunity to give uh, free accounts a shout out. I mean, if you want to go four and five, knock yourself out, you're the first guest. Um, but yeah, people that you, and it can't be me or Steve, I know we're, we're amazing. We can't be one of us because that's the easy way out. Um, pick some people, give them a shout out. And we'll, um, we'll tag them in the, well, I say we'll tag them, Steve will tag them. Steve will tag them in the, um, when we post this out. Okay, so I found this really difficult because I absolutely love the community um and i've been thinking about it all day which i don't know if that makes me a little bit sad but i have been um but i've picked three um so my first one would be um her instagram is hayley underscore runs underscore here so i started chatting to hayley um probably the beginning of 2022 we'd both signed up for manchester um and she has honestly been a rock to me through everything um through marathon training we both suffer with the same glute issue so she keeps me accountable and she'll send me a message and say have you done your clams have you done your squats have you done your banded walks she is she is amazing um, and she is on such an incredible journey um herself she is also running london so whilst i'm down there cheering you on steve i'll also be cheering Haley on um massively 
Yeah, do you know what? Actually, I was saying, I was, I was about to put something out going, who's, who's actually going to watch on London? Because I don't know if I'm going to know anyone there. Um, I, well, I'm going, and I think Lucy's going as well. Um, Lucy messaged me and said if if I'd um, if if she could tag along with me on the day. So I think me mm. and Lucy will definitely be there. Amazing. Um, my second shout out is for um, the Instagram is running Fliss. Um, so Fliss is quite local to me. She's probably about forty five minutes away from me, um, and she honestly is. She's got a heart of gold. Um, she is an incredible runner. She ran a PB in Brighton um, on Sunday. She ran 321.54. So she absolutely smashed it. Um, she is doing, so she did Brighton and she's also doing Manchester. So she is back-to-back marathoning um, in between everything else that she does. But she is such um, such an amazing support Um uh, inspiring, empowering, incredible um, woman, and luckily, luckily for me, I, I definitely get to call her my friend. So she'd definitely be my second shout out. Um, and my my third shout out would be to another local runner. Um, and Steve, I know I know you speak to this runner regularly as well. It would be Sam dot that dot runs. Um, I'm lucky that Sam lives about 15 minutes away from me, and. When I was training for Tokyo, we would go to the track. Um, I'd try and join him every week. wasn't always possible due to work commitments, but Sam would do his session and then he would come and join me and make sure that I finished off my session. Wherever I had three, four or five reps left of my session, he would be by my side encouraging me and being that support that you need when those last few reps really do start to hurt. Um, we've, we've both agreed that we're going to commit to a, a summer of speed. Um, we, we made our commitments to each other last night as to what times we'd be looking for. I'm, I'm not going to share them just in case obviously mine goes completely wrong. Um, I'll keep that <laughs> to myself. Um, but yeah, and, and he absolutely smashed it at the weekend as well. He did London landmarks half marathon. He had, he wanted a sub, uh, sub 90 and he finished in um, uh, 88, 22. So he absolutely destroyed it, but he, he is, um, someone I'm very lucky to have in my corner and we have also agreed that we'll go for pizza express when I get home from Boston so I think I'm super excited for that as well so you bet yeah all, all three of them and there is so many people that I could shout out so many people um I I, I just love it I, I love the support I love the community and it it, it, re- it really is great but but those three for me yeah Hayley, Fliss and Sam they have honestly been my rocks probably for the last 18 months and and yeah, I I will hear from them all every day, whether it's WhatsApp, whether it's on Instagram, I will hear from the three of them every day. That I, is amazing. I followed two of them. I now will follow all three of them, but I did recognize Fliss's face from one of your photos not so long ago from a park run. Yes, we met up a couple of weekends ago. Um, we did park run. She came first female, second overall, absolutely killed it um she she makes it look so effortless she's and then, rapid from her from her times she is absolutely she, rapid very rapid definitely inspiring but she is so encouraging and supportive of of of, of me and the journey that i'm on um and then yeah after park run we went for brunch which i think was even better than the park run. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best part yeah what's better than running eating eating <laughs> to, to fuel ourselves back up again there yep. we go I mean, yeah, I saw the uh, the Sam that runs. I saw his his commitment to the time. I think I originally saw it through Craig's Craig sharing it. Uh, Craig the runner, 
Um, I, can't, I made sure I'd looked, looked out for it. I was actually there watching the London landmarks um, and I was thinking, will I see them? And I, th I think I got there far too late to see the, the super speedies. Um, but I did go for a little, afterwards, a little walk down the, down the mall and I was like, I was just picturing the finish line. I was like, I can see it. I can literally see it. This is brilliant. But they're, they're great shouts. And me and Steve always struggle. <laughs> I'm always struggling for A, who did I shout out last week? Because I don't make no notes on this sort of thing, so I might duplicate it. And B, there are so many people to whittle it down to like just two or three because everyone has yeah. their part to play in your journey. So many. It's definitely a hard thing to it's, it's a hard thing to pick people, but we have the we have the benefit of being able to continue to do this and, and shout people out as we go. Now, as, as they're all they're all, they all look really spot on, and as I say, I followed two, and now I follow all three of them. Uh, so we'll encourage everyone else to check out their accounts and give them a follow, as well as yourself, Hannah. If no one follows you already that's listening, they should 100% follow you and check out how you get on in 10 days' time. I know it's so exciting. I can't wait. It, it's not really, um, it's not really sunk in yet. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. And whatever happens, I will be proud of myself for getting on that start line, and even prouder when I make it to that finish line. Yeah, you should be. So you 100%. should be. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's all my questions. It's, time has flown by. It's been an enjoyable chat for our first guest. Yeah, that's it's been, been a very on. good one. We've so we've basically learned that there's no point training. Yeah. I was going to say, we've learned a lot here. We've learned that you shouldn't train. Don't train. You won't get injured. If you do train, you will get injured. This is, this is brilliant stuff. Hannah, this has been revolutionary. I'm going to stop all of it from now on. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just going to rock up. <laughs> you can only rock up if you promise that you will tell me at seven miles that your feet hurt and that you can't run anymore. I might actually dig the video out and post it on my Instagram. <laughs> no, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to be honest here. Um, for long, I don't think I've I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the podcast. I don't think I've ever told Steve. I used to turn up at half marathons and not train, and I would regret it every time. And every time I'd say I'm never doing that again, and then I just turn up the next year and do it again. <laughs> so I can't I can't really say too much about your turning up for a marathon. Oh dear me, what is going on, Randy? I'll tell you what. Put yourself at mile seven. Uh, in a couple of weeks and I'll shout out I'll go I'm fine <laughs> I'm and no one else knows what's going on apart from those that listen to this podcast and the chance of them all being around you and having listened to this is quite slim because the amount of people that turn up I'm fine I'm fine <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to run around with the pacers to be fair somewhere I'm going to float somewhere between the, the 315 and the 330 pacer and see what happens sounds like a sensible idea yeah and then I'll just end up chucking it in and going to the pub. Time will but, tell us, uh, Dave. That's getting closer for you too. Um, it's getting closer and the marinoia is getting deeper. <laughs> I, I just feel for you, Hannah. That's 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 gonna be three three majors in three majors in one year. Yeah. Uh, that that that's worthy of marinoia. Fine. What's the worst thing that happens? I just turn up with no training again. Well, you've experienced uh, what the worst can happen with no water, I suppose. <laughs> so now you can get through it all. You can get through anything. I'll be fine. Well, thank it's you fine. very much for coming on and speaking to us. Sorry, Steve, I cut you off there. <laughs> no, I was I was literally going to say it's like the Hannah's the marathon version of Dr. Pepper. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> just, just rock up. Just 
Well, I'm, I'm sure it. we'll find out though, because we'll we'll 100% have you back on once once Boston's over uh, to find out how you get on. We may have to leave it a little bit so you can get Chicago done as well, or we have you on three times. Oh no, I definitely love to come back on and and chat to you guys and and let you know how I get on. Um, but yeah, whether it's whether it's after Boston or once I've got my big shiny medal after Chicago, it's up to you guys. But I'd love to come back. Yeah, we'd love to have you back. So it's been fantastic. Also, yeah. I think we've we've all learned a lot from from uh, your experiences and yeah, and to do even to do nine marathons. That's that melts my mind. That really does. Um, and I've, I'm only working up to my third, and I think three and three and done will be me. No, I said one and done, and now look what <laughs> happened to me. Well, you need to do at least one at home and one away. So you're, yeah, you hear me, Steve? <laughs> I went off. I went late. You just went. You just went. You went on me. I was like, I'm not on mute. Why are they ignoring me? You you muted yourself. You did mute yourself. No, no, I literally wasn't on mute uh, for some reason. Uh, I moved about three foot to my right, and it decided to give out on me. Ah. Oh, we were just saying how, how awesome you are, Steve, so it's okay you didn't miss well, anything. I know that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but I just want to just be, I'll just, uh, just want to say um, thanks for being our first guest. It's been great, and we'll happily have you back. You know, you have to change your name, Steve. Um, I can be Stevena. You can be Steph. You can do them. We'll accept Steph as well. That's fine. <laughs> you can be our first honorary Steph. <laughs> I, I feel privileged. Oh, first, no, it's first step in the pod. Oh, well, no, we'll, we'll, we'll leave. We'll cut it there. Uh, and as I say, yeah, once again, thanks for coming on, Hannah. It's been spectacular. And just to remind anyone listening, please give Hannah a follow. Keep in touch. Keep in touch with her, 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 her journey uh, as she goes through Boston and Chicago. So we're on to our community shoutouts now. This is becoming a, a, a I get. I want to say weekly. What's Laura done to us? She's ruined I, my head. I, I might, I might be seeing Laura as she runs around the landmark tower tomorrow. If I go down and, and watch it, go shout her out oh. and tell her that she's ruined my mind. But yeah, it's not weekly. We're bi-weekly. Um, we do our. I'm, yeah, I've, I'm just melting down here. We are doing our community shout-outs every episode, um, but we are going to be doing uh, a little bit um of a difference here first though because we want to cover what we covered in the last episode when we shouted out both emily and personal best or big al i'll call him big al because he is six foot eight so i'm calling him big al um and we love all the appreciation and responses that we've had not only to the pages uh, inbox but also to our individual inboxes just the the amount of love not just for al but of how we responded to the shout out or how we conducted the shout out it was so well received by the audience um and as many of the audience members that did respond to us and, and kind of pat us on the back for it and share the love to al they did say uh, in in the best way possible it's not that the brand uh, the Al, Al wasn't ready for the brand. The brand weren't ready for Al. And I think that's the most important part. His content is spectacular. He is a really friendly, amazingly inspiring guy. The brand weren't ready for him. And that's you know what I particularly enjoyed is he's 
he's he's really done um, a couple of days ago because oh, they they asked him, "Am I back? I'm back." And I was like, this, "That was brilliant." Yeah, oh, I brilliant. did see I that, that one. one. He is, he is, he's, he's, he is still showing signs of of the the weight that it has had upon him, but he is getting there. And yeah, just go and show Al all the love that you can. He is fantastic. You won't you won't regret following him. You won't regret it. His content is amazing. So, yeah, that is uh, as a repetition of last episode. That's person underscore Al underscore best. So personal best. But for the freshest shout out, Steve, you do you want to go first on this one? I might because you might nick him. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant stuff. Um, already sort of touched on one of them. Ian runs marathons. Um, again, he's, his content is, is quality. And he won't mind me saying, borderlining like yourself, Steve, a little bit cringe on some of them, but they're so cringe. <laughs> they're amazing that you carry and watch them. And you watch them again a couple of times over because they're brilliant. Uh, sort of, they want to make you look away, but just... Let me let me see. Let me see what happens. No, no, it is it's still there. It's still there. Um, so he's one. So at Ian runs marathons. Very simple. Very simple. Um, Snoddish at Snoddish Matt Taylor. Um, he's actually I believe he's running. He's running London. He's got a little bit of an issue at the moment where he's. Um, uh, had a potential issue with his leg and he was going to get seen by a physio, but hopefully he can be okay for, for London. Just realised that by looking at the DMs. I do apologise. So, Sloddish, he was saying hopefully Anthony Joshua doesn't put him off because last time, I can't remember what mile it was, but Anthony Joshua was handing out Lucas aids to the runners. Um, nice bit of PR stuff going <laughs> <down> there. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a way to put people off. Uh, <laughs> um I might, this might, I might be stealing one from you here, or you might have done it already before, but uh, Rachel McPherson. No, I haven't shouted at Rachel. I've said her name a few times on the podcast, but no, I'm not shouting out yeah. Rachel. I haven't done that um, yet. I believe she, she was one doing uh, Paris, right? Is that right? She's doing Paris as her first marathon, yeah. and yet she's also part of the Loch Ness team. Of course. I wanted to try and be a part of that, but uh, it's my, my daughter's uncle's 30th birthday that weekend, so I kind of can't. Take him up. Um, he can be part of the team too. I doubt it's going to happen, mate. I can't lie to you. I have uh, to caveat <laughs> that by saying hashtag not a cult. Uh, that's, that'll be familiar for anyone that's following this, the content on, on Instagram. Sounds like a cult. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then the last one, I only want to do three, because otherwise week on week I'm going to run out. Um, I don't think I've shared this one out before. The underscore running underscore class teacher. Steve, have I shared him out? Does it sound familiar? Nope, you've never shared him nope. out before. Fantastic. Her. So him... Um, he is a super great guy. Um, he's a pre, he's a primary school teacher. Uh, not too, not too shabby on the, on the pace. It's sort of PB for 5K is 1917. Um, got a glorious beard like myself. I don't know if you know this, growing, growing it. Um, and he's running the London Marathon equally as well. He's had like snoddish, um, a little bit of, uh, a niggle that was required physio, but he's been very, very smart and he backed out of some training heavily for a couple of weeks and now he looks like he's back on the um, upward trajectory. Sort of changing his plan, but I did say to him, look, it's your first one. So just enjoy it. 
don't put that pressure on yourself. Go out and enjoy it. Um, so they are my three nice. shout-outs. Spot on. Week. There's no, there is no repetition there. None of them have been shouted out before. You may have nicked Rachel from me, but that is glad. Oh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm glad that she's got a shout-out. So that's, that's I feel like that Kool-Aid guy in... Uh, in um... <laughs> Family guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> So for me, I I only had two, but I'm going to tag a third one on here because, uh, and I'll explain why. Uh, It's a story that'll have. Have you had a copy, Steve? uh, Yes, it's a Steve thing. Uh, (laughs) Steve's copy, Steve's. Um, I have for my first one, uh, Nick Knack Grad Runs, and that's Nikki. It turns out Nikki actually worked with one of my cousins before uh, in the profession that she does. Uh, but Nikki is fantastic. She's always in my DMs, always letting, sharing the love in my comments. Uh, also a fellow electric callboy fan for anyone that's been following my reels. You would have seen a karaoke of Electric Cowboy. She's super supportive. She's always got my back. And I would like to think, as I've said in previous, that I have uh, that I show as much love back to any of the people that I'm shouting out as they show to me. Uh, but no, Nikki is fantastic and has already indicated that she would love to be a member of the 99 Club. But also, not only that, she wants merchandise. Um, which is a bit of a headache for me to then try and figure that out. But uh, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get some merchandise, hopefully, once we get the club set up. I mean, you can get the website set up first. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I am getting there. Oh, so you are, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My second shout-out is uh, someone who we already, sh- we already mentioned, we've not shouted him out before, but mentioned earlier in the episode, and that is Bob Barrow, the Kilsyth runner, previous guest to the Press Play and Run podcast. If you haven't heard that episode, go and listen to it. Bob is fantastically inspirational. He's an absolute machine. He is going to smash all the runs he's got. He's got, as I say, Manchester. He's got Edinburgh as well. He's an ambassador there. And he is just truly inspirational with the work that he puts into the running community and the love that he puts out to everyone. So that's for Bob and Nikki. Now, the third one that I'm tagging on here, again, I don't know if uh, she listens to the podcast, but I will tell her that she's a shout out and hopefully we gain another listener out of it. And that is a last called Steph. Her handle is running underscore journey 2023 in numerals. Um, She unfortunately um, had her high. She was on an absolute high this morning, popped by someone. Now, I'll I'll explain why and it'll be be clearer. So uh, she's only just recently kind of kicked off a running journey again. And she went to what I think actually was her first park run this morning and absolutely smashed her park run. And she got a PB in her 5K, her two mile, her one mile, her 1K, her half mile and her 400 meters. And she was quite rightfully so on a massive high. She was she was riding the wave. And then someone, for whatever reason, went into the park runs um data to find out what the times were and when uh, i think you'll find that's not your that's not a pb for you that's your second fastest time now who does that and then he's also in the past said to her 
Now it's a guy, and we we are gonna we 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 are we're not necessarily feminists, but we are shouting out all these guys that are absolute tubes. You have to be better, guys. But he said to her, <laughs> "Your time for a five k is my time for a ten k." Come not on, bad. yeah, exactly. I'm Sorry, even, guys, we don't like to swear on this podcast, but um, not bad. I'm not even going to mute that one. I'm not even going to because it's it's true. I'm being very very tame here because I would just want to call him all the expletives under the sun. She's absolutely smashed what she was doing today, and one person. Now I don't know if they if they'll ever listen to this. If they do, be better. Learn from your mistake. You don't have to put people down like that. That's that is not on, and. I've said to I sent her a message and just said, look, ignore him. And she has thankfully um blocked him. But Strava's given a certain set of data there. Now we all know Strava's not hundred percent accurate, but neither's Parkrun. Parkrun is done by volunteers to the closest that they can make it to 5k. Sometimes they're long, sometimes they're short. Doesn't mean that the time that the timekeeper at the park run did for her was a hundred percent accurate. I would say in that case, Strava is more accurate. So whoever that guy was, take yourself off Instagram. You are not helping anyone. I don't mean to put anyone down, but that is not on. Well, well said and very, very tame. I'm not being funny, right? And I had this conversation with um, Lucy, Lucy Olympia, uh, and. She done a personal best 5k, but it wasn't at an event. And someone was like, well, is it really a personal best? Well, yeah, it doesn't matter if you run it with an official chip time or it's done by your Garmin watch. And you can clearly say if it's a 2107 and it says elapsed time 2107. I mean, what what do you need a big event? A bad drop? <laughs> yes, do you need a yes. bad drop to be a PB? Yeah, no. exactly. And um, we, we all, well, we all know that that, uh, Strava has its has its downfalls. Any of these uh, pace tracking apps, the, the the data loggers, they're not one hundred percent accurate. And on race day, whether you accept your Strava time or whether you you accept your chip time, chip times should be more accurate. They should be measuring them out. But again, it's it's all technology. It's it's much and such. Take take from it what you want to get from it. If you're cheating it and then you're gaining nothing from it, you're cheating yourself. But at the end of the day, what Steph had done, she was quite rightfully ecstatic about it. And it doesn't, it doesn't, nobody needs to, man, woman, non-binary, whoever it is, you don't need to be putting other people down from their achievements. You have to raise them up because you would want to be raised up yourself. To me, it just speaks volumes of the sort of person it is. So if you are that person, right, and you can't do better, just do nothing, I guess. Well, that's it. I, I think and to finish this one off, the Rob from the, the What the Fartlick podcast, he has, if you ever listen to that, just put his outro uh, in, in, to, into your mindset. If you, if you can't, if you can't be nice, just, just get in the sea. That's uh, in essence, that's what he says. And that's, that's what we're saying. If you can't be nice, it's a basic human decency to be nice to people. You don't have to be, um, yeah. The word that Steve said. Um, don't, 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 don't be like that on Instagram. That's what they do on Twitter. So if you want to be like that, go on Twitter where you can all complain about other runners. Exactly. Uh, that's what happens over there. Uh, that's why they have. Um, they, that's why they have a very similar sounding thing as Twitter as their, um, yeah, their nicknames. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. <laughs>
I'm just going to say that one more time because please let me swear on the I'm podcast. Like, I'm like, so I have to mark it as an expletive uh, podcast, but uh, I'm not letting <laughs> you say anything else. No, I, uh, uh, but we're going to move on to uh, a bit of a, a longer outro today. So we've already said that our next episode, episode seven, is going to be a special where I interview Steve again um, ahead of his second London marathon. Um, but we want to put a, a big appeal to anyone running London Marathon, or if you happen to know someone who's running running London Marathon, a friend, a follower, a passerby, let us know who they are, what their handle is, and we will add them to a monster of a shout out list. And we'll try and learn a little bit about all these people as well. If we have them early enough, it won't just be a name and and that's it. We'll try and learn a little bit about their their um their story uh but if you are running it yourself definitely get yourself on the list we want to shout you out um but yeah it's it's going to be fantastic to to learn uh about a little bit about steve's uh training in more detail because he does skim a lot of, uh, over a lot of the stuff and we want to kind of do a little bit more of a deep dive from it um so we can be the best cheer squad possible um, but I don't know what you're thinking, Steve. It's going to be a bit of a, a monster, I think, but we'll try and keep it all London aimed. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to want to try. I mean, when's, what date is it going to be out? 21st? Uh, it's the Friday of the, so this one's out, this, the, the, the day is the 7th. Uh, then, yeah, the 21st is is the next episode, episode 7. Yeah. So, yeah, you're uh, running I on the Sunday. Of, I sort of won't go into the, what I put in my bag because by the time that happens, most people would have gone like Wednesday, Thursday, and at some point on Friday would have gone to the expo and picked their bags up and this, that, and the other. Actually, that being said, you have your bags. If you are listening on on that Friday, go through what thing you might be thinking. What do I put in my bag? What do I? I can see what I put in my bag. So we'll go but, through a bit of that. Yeah, personally, I would say that would be really helpful, Steve, because there's going to be a lot of first time runners there, and even experienced runners, and you can always yeah. forget something, and it might jog their memory. Yeah. Um. So we'll do we'll do a bit of that, a bit of how the training's gone from from beginning through and whatever it is that. Uh, that you want to come questions to come up with what you, what you ask um uh what i will say is anyone that is running london um let me know what day you're going to the expo if we're sort of there at the same time you can we, i can say hi i don't mind i love meeting new runners and, and and whatnot um so if you are doing london um and you sort of know roughly what day ish and time you're going to be there within within reason obviously things can pop up at any moment in you end up changing plans, but I have no problem being approached at all. So you see me, just say hi. See me on the course, say hi. One chap did, and he, he asked for a selfie. So just just crack on, you know. And, and Steve, if, if you see anyone running away from you, don't take it to heart. They they probably know that the uh, the, Listen, the, the smoother voiced accent. <laughs> the, the, the smoother voiced accent, Steve, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah, just me, from you. me at the back, like picking me nose. All right, come here. But that's that's really it from us this episode. And um, we hope you've enjoyed this monster because it is going to be well in excess of an hour and a half, I think, at this rate. Uh, and we really hope you've enjoyed the discussion we had with our first guest. And of course, please share some love with the fabulous Hannah, the fabulous Hannah, the fabulous Hannah, um, as she ticks down her days 
until Boston. Um, but otherwise, and as always, please get in touch with us. Follow us on socials. Um, get in our own inboxes. Get in the podcast inbox. Rate the podcast. Give us a review. Do all the really great stuff that's going to help us grow and thrive, especially if you are liking what you're hearing. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at the point ninety nine podcast, not the 91 podcast. Where did that come from? <laughs> at the point ninety nine podcast. You can tell it's been a monster of an episode, this one. Uh, and as I say, our DMs are always open. Uh, so if you if you air just want even a chat or anything, just just let us know. Alternatively, you can email us at the point ninety nine podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to play the little violin here and say no one's actually emailed us yet, apart from all our um, all our data sites and all the kind of things <laughs> that go with it. So if you want to be the first person to send us something nice in the, in the inbox, please do. Uh, or otherwise, you can find uh, myself on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Steve underscore runs and the interviewer extraordinaire himself. You can find you where, Steve? At Runner Man Steve. But until next time, we hope your runs are positive and that the good vibes and motivation flow. And remember to get involved with the new hot trend of running karaoke as kicked off by the Happy Diet, Kaylee. Uh, we'll cover that and more like news on the 99 Club in the coming episodes. Um, but yeah, get involved. Stay safe and keep smashing all your goals. Yes, Alain, enjoy the Maranoia people. No, seriously. <laughs> um, it's, it's kick the Maranoia's backside. Trust the plan. You know, if you trust the plan when the miles go up week on week, then you trust the deload week, trust the plan. Now, you're, you're, you're all going to have to tell me that as well, because I'll be on your stories going, I've got maranoia. Someone's just sneezed next to me. I need some bubble wrap. Can anyone find me an orb just to sit in? I'm calling in sick for the next three weeks. No, but genuinely, people, stay safe. Smash out all these marathons that are coming up, London landmarks, all the little lower, lower, sort of less... Um, that's prominent. That's double-sized prominent, yes. Um, so if you see those, shout each other out. Equally, we are doing, next one would be London Marathon. But if there are some events some, that happen around the same time, we'll share the love. It's not all about London, you know, we're not. It's just because what I'm going to be doing. Um, but if you've got like a, 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 a privately run event where there's only about 200 of you doing it, let us know. Um, I want to know all about it. Because there are things you don't see. You know, you don't see everyone going, oh, we've got this, we've got that. Otherwise, enjoy it all. Have fun. Look after yourself and speak to you again soon. <laughs> Spot on. Well said. And that is us out. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.